0: Friends, welcome to this true crime story. Today, I'm going to look at the case of Laszlo Pentek. I've got all his case files over here. We're going to go through them and we're going to try and understand why this sorry, heinous man would take the life of his wife. Now, this took place in Northern Virginia. So we'll have a look at the case files. We'll have a look at the police reports just to try and see what his actual motive was. So if you do end up liking this video, please subscribe Now, let's get into it. So we start with this criminal cover sheet. As you can see, Laszlo Pentec on the top left. Um, He was charged with murder in the first degree and the use of a firearm. The offences date back to January the 6th, 2017. Now, Laszlo himself had lived in Northern Virginia for around 30 years and the home in which this took place, he had been in there for 19 years. He seemed, by all accounts, to be quite a normal person. He had no... Criminal history, no record of any previous prior convictions, had very steady employment and ordinarily never really had many problems. Now regarding the crime scene itself, both firearms appear to have come from inside the home prior to the shootings. Laszlo had a gunshot wound to his abdomen and injuries to his calf and finger and there were a number of defects from bullets in the bathroom wall and one to the bathtub floor. Laszlo was unable to explain how he received any wounds. So, the police at this point thought, alright, we're looking at the crime scene, and to us, this looks staged. And it seems, or the police were suspicious, that Laszlo shot Donna, his wife, and then staged the scene to make it seem like either she shot him, or there was an intruder or something of that nature. Laszlo told police he never heard any shots or any commotion in the home. Laszlo simply stated he blacked out after feeling a cramp in his leg and awoke with wounds. The investigation suggested that based on Laszlo's injuries and the trajectories of the bullets in the bathroom, his injuries were self-inflicted with the handgun found in the bathtub in an effort to make both of the shootings looked to be the result of a home invasion. During the interrogation, Laszlo did admit to the police that him and Donna were having marital problems. And I'll come on to those problems in more detail shortly. Now, what's important regarding any crime story is the police's point of view. Life is about perspective. The media has one perspective, which generally is clickbait sound bites. But what did the police actually see? What was the raw images and the actual scene described like before it's been, you know, filtered and sanitized by the media. So, looking at the actual police reports that I managed to obtain, on January the 6th, 2017, at approximately 3.30 in the afternoon, the police responded to Oakler Drive in Fairfax, in response to a dispatch call for service in regards to a shooting that had just occurred. Now, the police, they arrived on the scene... And the individual that made the call was their daughter, uh, the couple's daughter. I don't want to name her for security purposes, but she's the one that called 911. And police asked her first, "Okay, what's going on? When the police arrived at the house, they realized that the daughter was still on the phone. And I presume when she called 911, the operator thought, "Okay, this is a young child. Let me keep the child on the phone. Let me try and console the child so the child can walk me through what's going on. And then when the police gets there, the police can take over and I can hang up the phone. Makes sense. When the police arrive, they take the daughter and they put her in the police car. The daughter then gave them a quick brief on the interior of the house and the scene inside. The daughter said that her father was lying in the bathtub upstairs in a pool of blood and her mother had also been shot. The daughter mentioned a handgun being next to either her mother or her father, but at that time it was unclear which one. The daughter advised that the father was still alive when she contacted the police. The police then went upstairs and they located the two victims. The police located the two individuals inside the master bedroom. The ambulance arrived on scene to render aid to the father. It was obvious at that time that the mother was deceased from a gunshot wound to her left temple. The police then went outside and they spoke to the daughter more, and the daughter said that she was at school. She arrived home, she knocked on the door and nobody answered. She then entered with the key and she heard some sounds, some murmurings from upstairs. She goes upstairs, she sees her father, she starts screaming. She said that it seems the father had four gunshot wounds and the father ordered her to call 911. The daughter then told the police that her parents had gone into verbal altercation before but nothing physical that she was aware of. According to the daughter, the mother had threatened divorce, but had never followed through with it. Now, what I found interesting about this also is what did the neighbours think of Laszlo? Did they know Laszlo? Was this out of character? So, when the police interviewed the neighbours, they said that they had known Laszlo for over 16 years, or rather, they knew of him. They didn't really know him, but they had... Had been neighbours for over 16 years. In that time, the neighbor said that he had little contact with Laszlo or his family. The neighbor said no one in the family, including the children, would make any eye contact with him or even acknowledge him after he would say hello. The neighbor said he had issues with Laszlo in the past, but he didn't elaborate further. Now, upon the police investigating this further, they learnt that Donna Pentec was planning to leave Laszlo and this is where we start to get on to the motive. Donna told several individuals that she planned to leave Laszlo and that Laszlo was verbally abusive towards her and that she feared retaliation for leaving. There were many witnesses in the case that corroborated this story. For example, Donna, Mrs. Pentec, she told her sister Linda Wright that she was planning to leave Laszlo and that she herself had also borrowed money from his mom. That's quite a weird dynamic as well. Donna also told a friend, Charlotte Flounders, that Laszlo constantly ridiculed her, calling her stupid and fat, and that she wanted to leave him. Donna also told a friend, Sean Hartley, that she was looking to leave, to get a new apartment and take her kids with her. Donna said that Laszlo was controlling and that she was isolated in her home. Donna told another friend, Lorraine De Silva, that Laszlo was verbally abusive towards her and would call her ugly and fat. Donna said she wanted to leave Laszlo, but was scared. Finally, Lewis Carroll, another friend, mentioned that they spoke with Donna, and Donna told them that if she leaves, she fears that Laszlo might kill her. So the question remains, okay, well, these, at this point, they're just words, right? I mean, it's a serious situation, but from a legal point of view, these are just words. Are there any incidences of domestic violence? Are there incidences where, you know, people have been called to try and stop Laszlo from attacking her or something of that nature. Well, on December 31st, 2012, Charlotte Flounders received a call from Kathleen Pendek. Kathleen is the mother of Laszlo. She told her to come to the house immediately because Donna needed her. When Miss Flounders arrived at the house, she saw Kathleen Pendek and the children with their coats on. Kathleen told Miss Flounders that Donna needed her because she and Laszlo had been in a physical fight. Miss Flounders saw Donna crying and saw bruises on her shoulder and her arm. Miss Flounders asked Donna if this had ever happened before. And Donna looked away but would not answer. Miss Flounders told Donna to call the police and a woman's shelter. Another reason why relationships break down or more specifically marriages is financial hardship, so we go to 2015. Charlotte Flounders and Lewis Carroll attended multiple financial meetings with Laszlo and Donna. And during those meetings, Miss Flounders and Mister Carroll heard Laszlo being verbally abusive to Donna. Laszlo ridiculed Donna, calling her fat and ugly. Laszlo said that Donna was not managing money correctly or managing her share of the finances. Laszlo accused Donna of stealing money from his mother, she had secret bank accounts, and that she was spending money on secret boyfriends. And if we explore this in further detail, this financial meeting was essentially a meeting among friends, where they said, okay, look, what's the problem between you two? Let's see if we can help you. Right? Like any good couple, friend or whatever would do. But Laszlo accusing her of stealing his mother's money, which is a serious issue, but more importantly, spending the money on her boyfriends. Now, there's no evidence in the in this case file that suggests this is true. But what's important, is if this is what Laszlo's thinking, then of course, emotions, insecurity, uh, coming down hard on her is something that's probably going to urge him that, you know, he should do more because, you know, he doesn't want her cheating on him. I personally think Laszlo is just an idiot. And regardless of whether she was taking your mother's money or whether she was, you know, had boyfriends, or whatever, which she didn't, if that was the case, still not enough. To kill her, is it, you idiot? Another witness came forward, uh, Tina Bradley. She said that she was Donna's co-worker and best friend until June 2016. Miss Bradley would hear that Laszlo would call Donna on the phone the same time every day and yell at her. Tina Bradley would notice Donna's facial expressions during the call and would see Donna cry at work. Tina told Donna to file for divorce but Donna said that she was staying for the kids. Tina heard Laszlo say that he did not like Donna's family and that they were not allowed in the house. So the question remains, there were many in the case who confirmed Laszlo's instability, but were there any who would speak on Laszlo's behalf? We move on to Laszlo and Anna Lepitsky. These were two individuals who knew Laszlo the whole time he was in America. They wrote a letter on his behalf. This correspondence is a letter of recommendation for Mr. Laszlo Pentec, whom who we know since childbirth. His mother and Anna both left Hungary in 1956 during the Hungarian Revolution and had been like family since leaving Hungary. We watched Laszlo graduate from high school, get his bachelor's and master's degrees that he paid for by himself without any assistance other than student loans that he has paid off. As a young man, Laszlo was involved in the local Hungarian boy scouts and also supported the scouts' organization through any assistance that they requested. So Laszlo, the friend, speaking on behalf of Laszlo, the suspect, essentially says, Laszlo's a good guy. He got his degrees by himself, he only ever relied on himself and he's a great member of the Hungarian community. Another individual by the name of Lawrence Merrill. Uh, spoke on Laszlo's behalf, and he said that between 1999 and 2006, at the DC Department of Insurance, uh, Securities and Banking, which is the chief financial regulatory agency for the government of DC, he said that he had no problems working with Laszlo. Laszlo was a brilliant employee, and from what he knew back then, these actions were certainly out of character. Now, in terms of evidence, you're looking at the certificate of analysis. The police entered Donna's towel jeans and t-shirt which would have had bloodstains and laszlo's dna on it they also entered the gun in use so one glock model 34 gen 4 9 millimeter luger semi-automatic pistol that was a mouthful and i know nothing about guns so i hope i said it correctly they also did um, i think this is a toxicology report just to have a look at what donna had in her system no alcohol no ethanol which is the same thing i know no meth, um acetone or any drugs of that nature. Now, to conclude on this case, what I found most interesting regarding the trial was that Laszlo, on the 9th of August 2019, was convicted of first degree murder and the use of a firearm. On March the 11th, 2020, Dr. Michael Hendricks suggested... That the defendant was incompetent to proceed with sentencing now i don't know court law that well but i think that's a psychiatrist saying this guy's insane however on december the 28th 2020 doctors anna grace burnett and brian kernan said that the defendant was competent to proceed with sentencing and as you can see laszlo was sentenced to 39 years in prison 36 years for the murder and then three years for the gun charge. So my conclusion on this case is you have an individual who at this point in his life, he just got sick of his wife. That's really what's going on, right? He got sick of his wife. He was no longer attracted to his wife. Um, And so what we have now is just an individual who was fed up. He had financial hardships. And the thing is, this took place in McLean, Virginia, right? If you have a look at the homes in McLean, these homes you're looking at between 800,000 to like 1.5 million. And I know those of you living in Texas, you're going to say, ha, that's the size of one of my bedrooms. I know, we get it. But McLean, Northern Virginia is just very expensive. Fairfax and Loudoun County are the two richest counties in the world. That gives an indication of the kind of people that live here and the kind of money they have, right? He was experiencing financial hardship, mortgage to pay, bills to pay, kids, um, private schooling and all that stuff to pay. And he took all his anger out on his wife. He complained that her weight or her lack of attraction is the reason why he feels inadequate. He took all his anger out on her. Every frustration he had, he took it out on her. And all he had to do was just sit there and talk. He just had to tell his wife, hey, this is how I'm feeling. And that's it. Just get it off your chest. I wouldn't necessarily say it's Donna's job. To find a solution that la- to, to lad those problems? All he needed, it seemed, was just somebody to talk to. But this moron, this pathetic excuse of a man, decided that the best cause of action, right, is to shoot his wife and then stage the crime scene as if, oh, 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 look what happened to me. Was it 51 years old, I think? And this is your level of thinking? Jesus Christ, what a Muppet. Anyway, why don't you guys comment? Tell me what you think.